Um. Uh. Uh. Hi. Uh. I. I. I'm Malik, and I'm auditioning for the role of Henry J. Waternoose the Third from Monsters Inc. If he had a podcast. All right. Uh. Here we go. I'll kidnap a thousand children before I let this podcast die. How was that? Uh. We can't use that. What? Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 13 of Hot's a Podcast. I'm Tyler, and I'm always joined here by Malik. That sounded so wrong. Like, that did not sound like English. That's how bad it sounded. I'm sorry, I was just thinking about my audition and how it didn't go well. It's okay, there, there'll be plenty of more <laughs> auditions. There's other podcasts that you can I audition for. I was born to play Henry J. the Third. <laughs> <laughs> it's alright, Malik. You're, until then, you're stuck with this podcast. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming at you for another late night recording session. It is 11.49 this time around as opposed to 11.45. We're about four minutes out from the last time we recorded, about two weeks ago. <laughs> and about an hour out from a wild night at TGI Fridays, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> TGI Fridays on a Saturday. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that it's funny was, because uh, it, it's funny how I just said that, like, you know, we we recorded about two weeks ago, but it feels like it's been a while, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. I, like, I feel like so much has happened Yeah, in the past life. couple weeks. So you want to tell you, so should I tell the story of, of my, my rivalry with McDonald's chicken, or do you want to make your announcement for what you have gotten now? Uh, I mean, let's, like, update everybody on what's been going on, I guess. So here, here's, so here's, here's what's happening with me, um. This is the greatest story. So, for two um, different orders, I have realized that I uh, so uh, okay. How do how do I put this? I ordered um, a chicken sandwich from McDonald's on two separate occasions, and on both <laughs> occasions, I didn't receive the chicken in the sandwich, and I was of course upset. I was like, "What the fuck? Where's?" Where's the goddamn chicken? Uh, and I w- complained both times, and they gave me a partial refund to make up for the chicken. I then realized that I had set the preference on the sandwich to take off the chicken by accident. <laughs> <laughs> so I had asked them on two separate occasions for a chicken sandwich, but hold the chicken. <laughs> and then I complained about it. So, needless to say, I don't think I can ever show my face in that McDonald's that's near my house because I've ordered from them through Uber Eats uh, ever again. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny to me because, like, the fact that you just ordered a chicken, like, kudos to McDonald's for actually, like, fulfilling that order because I know if I worked at that McDonald's. Twice. If I had worked at that McDonald's, I would have been like, nah, man, you're wasting my supplies. Fucking refund him his money. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's just it's just something I now have to live with, and I realize, oh wow, I'm I, I'm literally just I, I'm not I I, I did that. <laughs> it's like this is the I thing look that in the mirror. I look in the mirror like I'm the Karen now. No. <laughs> what you have I become, become what you sought to destroy? What have I done? <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, it's actually funny because that chicken rage actually fueled me to a hell of a Mortal Kombat victory. Oh yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah. I was playing Mortal Kombat with him that night. He was very angry. Yeah, and I won that match. Yes, you did. Yeah, but other than that, you know, just life. I fixed. I un- I unclogged my toilet. So been a while for this, but we have a Malik's babysitting story. Um, oh, it's been a few episodes. My brother um, clogged our toilet, and we had no idea what the fuck was there. It was, like, several days of, like, our toilet not being able to flush. That was absolute hell. And <laughs> my, my mom went out and just bought a snake, finally, and I used it to clean up the toilet. And it took a while, and it took a – it gave us some – it was a mighty fine fight of me versus this toilet. And we, I fucking, like, after, like, set, like an hour or, like, maybe more of me just going in, like, shoving the snake up this toilet and, like, trying to figure out what the fuck is up there. Finally, after releasing the pressure, a whole-ass stick of deodorant comes up from the fucking toilet. <laughs> oh, my I'm like, God. Jesus whole Christ. Stick of deodorant. <laughs> a whole-ass stick of deodorant. Yeah, your brother felt that the toilet needed to be cleaned somehow. Yeah, he just fucking shoved fucking... Your toilet's toilet. preparing for a nice date. <laughs> yeah, and so... And after that, I fucking just went, you know what? Like, it, it's now... Thankfully, it's flushing now, so that nightmare's over, but... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was... <sighs> There's a reason I'm not wearing pants for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. You're not wearing pants? No. Why would what I wear fuck? pants? Why okay. would I wear pants? That's on you, man. You're telling me you're wearing pants yes. for this episode? Bullshit. I am. I apologize I'm if you guys called... hear this. I have to make an adjustment real quick. Why are, Why would you wear pants? What's that? Why would you wear pants? Because I always room. fucking wear pants. You're in your room. I'm not one like, to look. just fucking like, I'm not, you know, there's a lot of people out there that like to like, you know, sleep naked or like they sleep with boxers on only and stuff like that. And more power to you. I just can't do it. I need to be clothed fucking prude i you know i only just recently like well, probably like a couple years back started sleeping without socks and now i don't fucking oh my, wear socks oh unless i God. absolutely have to fucking character growth that's incredible i know right that's my little bit of progression Bra- nice. uh brandon would actually tell you i used to back in the day i used to get pissed off if my socks got wet <laughs> like that's a legitimate thing that i used to get like seriously mad about i remember one time when i was living with my dad our friend one of our friends came out with a glass of water and he did the the old like pretending to trip and he just fucking hits me with it and he gets it, it completely on my socks and I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was what so fuck? mad. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I can see you getting mad as shit. Like, what? Because I used Have to, I done? used to, fu- I don't know why, you used to bother me getting my socks wet. Well, it's an unpleasant feeling. I get that. It's that squish, too. Like, yeah. Squish. Nowadays, I don't care because I go around barefoot anywhere. But, like, gotcha. it, it, yeah, that's a thing that used to happen. <laughs> there you go. We just upped our foot fetish demographic. <laughs> Tyler walks barefoot everywhere. I'm going to submit some pictures to our Facebook for Wiki Feet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's going to be a thing for, like, our 20th episode. We both like put up like put entries on WikiFeet. Whoever gets like higher up there, like they they like we we win something. I don't know. We'll <laughs> put, like, a, we do like a WikiFeet pot. Yeah. I feel like I not gonna lie. Looking at my feet, I think I stand a pretty good chance. I got some pretty okay looking feet. My feet were looking good, but I just recently found out the other day I still have scars left from uh from my cat. <laughs> So, Jesus. like, about a month or two ago, yeah, it was about, actually, you know what, it was probably, 
what was that? That was like, I think like March or like late February. Um, I had a, I had somebody come to the door and they knocked on the door and I go out from my room to go down to go answer the door and my cat's down the hallway with me. And we had like a little scramble where I went left and she went left and then I went right and she went right. And then she just decides, fuck it. I'm too afraid. I'm barreling through you and just scratch the shit out of my foot. So I still have scars on my toes. Right there. Look at that. I got one up on you. See what it call? What do you gotta do to get a wiki feet? Cause I think I think I'd be pretty good on it. <laughs> wiki feet. There's but yeah, um, wiki feet. What? What's that? There's an interview. There's an interview for wiki feet. You have what to interview. All right, all right. Who whose name should I Google on wiki feet? Uh, George Michael. George Michael. He does not have a wiki feet page. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> that's a shame. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Oh, tough break. Tough, tough break yet. Of course, Bella Thorne has one. <laughs> I, but yeah, some, some stuff that's been going on in my life. I have a car now. Uh, I held that back from the last podcast recording because at the time I had just gotten the car and I was planning on surprising my dad and my stepmom and all of them by going down for the weekend. This was last weekend that I went down, but yeah, I, what you call it? I, I, I told them I got that all, I got it all set up. I was like, I was totally down to go down for the weekend. I was going to surprise my dad for father's day anyway. And, um, like we already had that planned, but they didn't know that I had the car. So I was like, all right, I'm going to tell them that I'm going to take this train down at this time. And I'm like, somebody needs to come pick me up and stuff like that. Cause normally I, I would, before I had my car, I would take the train uh, to go see them. And, uh, they, <laughs> so I text my youngest brother and I'm like, dude, I hate to spoil the surprise for you, but I need somebody to be home when I get there. So I need, you're my ace in the hole on this one. Uh, you're going to let me know, you know, where everybody is and what they're doing and stuff. And then, yeah, it worked out perfectly. Everybody was so surprised to see me come down. Nice. It was, it was, Aww. it worked out great. That's cute as fuck. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, we had a good weekend that weekend. All my brothers and uh, my sister came up. It was it was a really good time. Nice. Again, like, again, now that you got a car, like I'm, I'm just waiting for like the horror stories. What you're gonna do inside that? Thing. <laughs> oh no, ladies. Like, gonna, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I kid. I kid. What 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 else? There was something else we want we wanted to talk about. We were thinking about talking about on here. Well, a lot of stuff has happened since then. I mean, we've had E three. We've got yeah. new games that we've been playing. We've got yeah. new new experiences that have happened. There, there was wow. That sounds vague as hell. We've got new experiences. What the fuck have you been doing, Tyler? Partying. Spoilers. <laughs> I tried. Here, spoilers. Everyone, Tyler tried anal for the first time. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta say, whoa, receiving whoa, whoa, it is wait, not, wait. uh, not, not, not pleasant. <laughs> what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> it's a joke. Oh my god. But yeah, like, I don't know, we, what have we been playing that's new? Uh, again, uh, I'm playing through Biohazard, because I never finished it, and I'm playing Village, I'm like, this is interesting. Again, it's funny going from, coming from tall vampire woman to shirtless hillbilly with rake. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, you done it now, motherfucker! I'm like, uh, <laughs> welcome right. to the family, motherfucker. 
No, that's great because like after you get into a fight with your wife, he goes, "Welcome to the family, son," and just punches you and curb stomps you. <laughs> that whole opening sequence of Mia is fucking incredible because like you, she you you she you fight her in the hallway and she stabs you in the hand to start the great saga that is Ethan's hand suffering, and she like she stabs you in the hand and st- and pins you to the wall with a screwdriver. And you have to like fight her off, and she cuts off your arm with this chainsaw. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> that first sequence is insane. You have to you fight her with a hatchet, and you put the hatchet right in her shoulder. Oh, it's wild. <laughs> That's uh, that just made me think of my reaction in Resident Evil Eight when you get your hand sliced off by Lady D. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's my hand. <laughs> it's funny because Malik streamed his, so if you watched his stream that night, uh, that sequence came up, and he gets Wait, his no, hand... I didn't. Wait, no, I didn't stream that bit. I streamed right after the one she captures you. Oh, did you? Yeah, I stopped a little after. Remember we Oh, were yeah, playing. you kept playing afterwards. That's what it was. So, yeah, yeah me and Malik were, were playing, playing and he got to the part where he gets his hand cut off, and he starts screaming because, like, his <laughs> character just lost his hand. He got into a moment. But, yeah, he is screaming over the headset. And it was way better than my reaction because my reaction was just, like, a simple slice. And I just go, that that's my hand. <laughs> that, <laughs> I like yeah, that's no hand anymore. I love Ethan's reaction because he's, he's he's it happens so fast. He like it looks like he has to react. He's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> God damn it, not again. Yeah, it's like she'll be, she'll be, no, it's the no, it's a different hand. I know. Yeah, he he has officially had both of his arms cut off or hands cut off. That poor man. It's insane. If you if you if you got if you wait for a certain animation, you actually get his, he'll get his leg cut off in uh, Resident Evil Biohazard. Oh really? Yeah, Jack will uh if you try if you try to get to the room with the um with the bottom door, Jack will grab you and just cut off your leg and make you crawl to put it back on. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking insane. great. God, it's yeah, res- bless these bless these new Resident Evils, man. They're so good. We've been playing uh, I- we've been playing Dark Alliance as well. Yeah, again, it's got its bugs. I see I see the issues with it, but again, it's still a fun it's still a fun game. Yeah, it is. I've I've been enjoying yeah. it. Yeah, same. I will, we'll be playing more of it later on. I'll be I'm enjoying my barbarian Wolfgar. Yeah, and I'm playing the dwarf Brunor. Brunor. <laughs> my favorite story to tell with Dark Alliance is when we first started and I didn't know how resing worked, so I half resed you, drank a health potion in front of you, then ran away <laughs> while you're still down. That was like the most insulting like, thing. Not only did you run away, but you drank a health potion right in front of me. You're like, ah, yeah, oh, man, like, this is some good heals, my brother. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> you, you coming? Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> it was my mine was between that or when we uh, you broke the gate. You were like, "All right, let's move forward." I just turned around. I just go, "Oh!" And there's a dwarf hanging. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, dwarf "Oh, hanging from this brother." Like, oh, that's that's unfortunate. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that, that that's gr- that's great, man. Yeah, I'm having fun with Dark Alliance. Anything else I'm currently playing? Uh, we've been playing Doom more because Doom's again. Oh, Doom I just beat Doom. Yeah, I'm I I'm about to get the next Hell Priestess. I'm still on the the cultist base. Actually, well now I'm going to that Terror Dome thing. I have this fucking fantastic clip that I was showing off to everybody, where oh when you with a double headshot. Yeah, so basically in this clip, everybody, if you know Doom, uh, Doom plays a lot like Call of Duty. It's a first person shooter, but instead of staying in one spot. There's a lot of demons coming after you, so you constantly have to keep moving and, like, dodging and stuff like that, phasing in and out real quick. Um, 
stuff like that. He, uh, there, so you're constantly moving all over the place and everything is fucking hitting you from all angles, essentially. So I'm getting my fucking ass handed to me by a shit ton of fucking demons. And I, in the clip, you could see me like, I'm literally about to die. Like, and I have this rune in the game that slows time down so that I can kind of get something going to get some health back before I fully die. So it knocks me into slow motion. If you pay attention to the clip, it's, um, I'm down to like 13 health or something like that. And then some, like I'm getting ganged up on by demons. So I immediately think the only thing I can think is to shoot the con maker drone, which gives you a bunch of bonuses if you give them a headshot. So I go into the sniper mode of the, the assault rifle and I go to, I go to shoot in slow motion. I'm down to one health at this point. You like, you'll see my health drop down in the clip. But I'm down to one health at this point. I, I zoom in and I just take a shot in the dark. And I get a double fucking headshot on two of the drones. I jump up, I dash forward, grabbed all that health, and I fucking went right back into action. What's your favorite uh, glory kill? My favorite glory kill? There's this one demon. It's like the... It's one of the first demons. It's like literally just one of the possessed people. Um, It's where he goes up and just literally bops him on the head that it goes fucking into its chest. <laughs> There's, so there's two I really like. Um, the one, the spider brain demon. I love when he stabs it in its eye with its own legs. I love the, yeah, I love the fear in its eyes when he first just grabs it. Because he goes, oh, and he just stabs it in the <laughs> eye. <laughs> and I love the other one. I forgot which one it is. I think it's the ones that are like snakes. I forgot their names. But like he like breaks their arm, then stabs them with their own arm bow. <laughs> Again, God bless Doom. Again, it's great where you're like I to know that I'm not so jaded where I can read William Shakespeare and shit and Edgar Allan Poe, but still it also enjoy a video game where I'm kneeing a demon so hard in the head it's its head turns to red. Yeah, nose. right. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's it's, the best it's thing so, about Doom, man. It's just Doom, it's such Doom a good so, game. Yeah, it's so simple too. It knows what it is. It really I is. I love I, plus and plus like Doom guy's whole like. I think one of my attitude. favorite things about Doom, and this is the thing that gets me when it comes to the writers of the game in software, um, and the developers, is that their the story of Doom is so convoluted, and the reason is is because they keep changing the lore. But on top of that, they realized after making Doom twenty sixteen that the plot of doom isn't really important. What everybody cares about is killing fucking demons, ripping and tearing yeah. essentially. And that's all everybody cares about when it comes to that game. So the lore is kind of put in the back seat, but it's still just as like, you know, if you really get into it, the lore is still just as good, you know? Yeah. Like it's there, but they, the main focus is ripping and tearing. Yeah. It's, it's it, again, it's again, I was, I was thinking about that. Like, you think your job doesn't matter. Someone has to has to write a plot out for Doom. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, it's actually funny too because you have Doom, which is very much more action oriented and very you know very much like don't care about the story. But then you have Wolfenstein, which is very story heavy and oh, yeah. very much famous for the, it's like very well, very smart, clever, very dark writing. I really love Wolfenstein, man. Wolfenstein's one of my favorite um uh, one of my favorite games. Yeah, I've been meaning to try that out for quite some time. Oh, dude, it's it literally just it literally just plays like Doom, but like you're not as tanky as um you're not as like tanky as uh the Doom guy. Yeah. Like BJ BJ Blaskowitz is like he has the same energy as Doom guy, but like 
he has more of a personality. I say, I say, you know, yeah. Like he like he talks more and he interacts with people more. Again, it's it's just fun. Like Doom guys, Doom is great because like, oh, just kill a bunch of um demons. Wolfenstein's great because like, oh, just kill a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> you know, oh, just killing Nazis. I love the scene. I, I will. And then you got I, fucking I Duke Nukem where it's like kill fucking pig cops, <laughs> <laughs> kill pig cops and smash some babes. <laughs> I, re- I remember Wolfenstein caused a big stir, or, or a bunch of a bunch of Trump supporters got mad because they said um, the because uh, they used the phrase "Make America Nazi Free Again," huh. and and I thought, wow, that's very telling that you guys are upset about that. <laughs> that's very <laughs> telling that you guys don't like that phrase. Okay. <laughs> speaking uh, but, of like, uh, speaking of people not liking things, I, I we should. We should probably address this because me and you have had our issues with this before talking about this in the in the past. A lot of Sony fans, like the real oh. Sony fanboys, are like, you know, I, I don't have a problem with people who play PlayStation and stuff like that. I'm just gonna make that clear. But it's the I fact you that all suck. <laughs> it's the fact <laughs> that kidding. for years everybody all Sony fanboys were saying like, Oh, Xbox has no exclusives, Xbox has no exclusives, PlayStation's got all the exclusives and all these different stories. Finally, Xbox is coming out the gate with some exclusives and people are getting upset about it. Yeah. Like why? We're giving they're giving us exactly what we wanted. <laughs> you know? We're getting exclusives with Starfield and Outer Worlds 2 and some other great games as well. And people are just like and Sony fanboys are just like, oh, oh, oh you fucking good. You got took that from us. <laughs> I fucking love I'm so excited for Outer Worlds 2, man. I fucking like I love Outer Worlds one so much. I'm so excited. Again, they've they still got the humor, still got the personality. I'm I'm very excited for Outer Worlds sequel. But yeah, like it was funny look going on Twitter and seeing people go, "Wow, Microsoft's really evil for this one for making that exclusive." Yeah, I know. Here and there, I'm like, guys, like, they bought the license. Like- they bought the company. It's their it's their game. They can do what they want with it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's just like. It's just damn, like you know. It's like, well, as it's maybe Michael PlayStation Scott. should have been buying up some other third-party companies, like Microsoft has been for the past fucking five years. Yeah, I saw that. Like Microsoft is buying up all these companies. They bought like they bought a lot. They bought Undead Labs, um, Team Ninja, yeah. and all that stuff. I'm like, wow. Like I knew, like they bought the, they bought fucking Obsidian. Games. They bought Bethesda. Like it was all a matter of time before they started just pushing it. You know. Yeah, but everyone's like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. We're supposed to do that. Making moves, man. <laughs> it's like that fucking, there's a Flash Gets, uh, Flash Gets on YouTube. He has this uh, sketch, or he has this uh, this animation that he does where it's like Sony versus PlayStation, or fucking Sony versus, it's, it's Sony versus Microsoft. And it's like the Xboxes versus the PlayStations. And the, one of the more recent ones that he did before, uh, it was like shortly after the Bethesda deal. Where it's like, you know, they're on the battlefield and Xbox is finally about to give in to Sony until all of a sudden a fucking giant Xbox Series X comes up and it's just Phil Spencer (laughs) saying, sorry, I'm late, boys. Daddy had to make some deals. (laughs) Oh my god, we actually we messaged Phil Spencer trying to yeah, get we the did. podcast. Malik hey, was fucking you... Malik was having problems with his Halo Five. He still is having issues with his Halo Five. Unfortunately, it yeah, won't load. What's going on, Phil? It won't load. So yeah. me, I took matters into my own hands because I have Phil Spencer added on Xbox. So I personally messaged him and said, "Phil, my man, my buddy needs help." <laughs> <laughs> also, we have a podcast. You want to be on it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Imagine we got Phil Spencer on here. It's like, oh, 
Hi. <laughs> <laughs> That'd we, be nuts. Chris, we do the Chris Fine thing. Like, remember, remember, remember when you, you made an Xbox? <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> you remember yeah. when that guy got fired and you became the CEO of Xbox and then you came out that year and you put out all the games and people were happy? <laughs> what a weird stamp in Xbox's history at E3. Like I we know. Do have a, a, we do have a system for people who don't have internet. It's called the Xbox 360. Like, yeah. gone. What the fuck? Yeah, like I said it before in the podcast. There's a reason that guy got fired. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, it's like oh my god, it's like you need like that. That was one of the worst launches ever. Well, like E three was ever the original Xbox One reveal. Then Phil Spencer came along. Hey guys, games. (laughs) (laughs) People were like, oh, oh, games, (laughs) games. Yeah, that's that was my one big gripe with E three Xbox is that they always like they usually do this where it's like it's not a console, it's an entertainment system. Like it's a fucking game console. I want yeah. a game console. Like, just call it a game console. Yeah, what console. the fuck are you trying to pull on us here? Oh, uh, what was the one? There was the one where, like, the guy comes up and goes, well, we have this cool mobile product. Well, here's the thing. You can do that, but, like, you gotta, you gotta link it to your, like, your mobile, through this mobile app, and everyone just started going, boo, boo, we don't want mobile apps, boo. And the guy looks confused. He just goes, do you guys not have phones? <laughs> 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 like, that's not the point. We still want to do a mobile fucking app. Fast oh forward God, a couple was... years, we got Keanu Reeves on fucking stage saying, <laughs> saying, uh, what, what was it? Uh, your breath you're breathtaking. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, this E3, this E3 had a cool, some cool announcements, but again, it wasn't really, like, the big, like, showstopper that I thought it would be, you know? Yeah, I think they're still working yeah. on a lot of the big hitters. Um, you know, yeah. definitely next year is going to be the prime time for, yeah, for that's games. When that's, that's when everyone's going to be back. That's it's my, so funny to me because everybody will talk shit about like a lot of Xbox exclusives. They're like, "Oh, Halo is such a such an old ass game," you know. They don't people don't even take that seriously anymore. Yet, what's the thing that's everybody talk that everybody's talking about right now? Fucking Halo Infinite. Like, what's the fact that it's it's free? The thing that I've always got free. when it comes to gaming is that it's it, it's not the game itself; it's the legacy that it's left behind, essentially. Yeah. Like. If if Sony were to come out tomorrow and say, "Hey, there's going to be a new Uncharted game," everybody's going to be talking about that because that game has left a legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of people that spend a lot of late nights playing those games that have a lot of fond memories with those games. Halo's been around since fucking 2001. People, it's not it's going a, anywhere. It's yeah, it's insane. Oh, sorry, excuse me. Oh god. Ooh, sorry, karaoke tired, tired me out. <laughs> uh, but like, oh yeah, go ahead. We'll, we'll get to that when we get to it. But I'm, uh, what was it? I was talking about something Xbox related. Oh fuck, I fucking lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> but oh yeah, it's insane that like not only that, like they said the multiplayer is free, and like you imagine that's what people mostly play Halo for. Yeah. So how confident are they in that campaign that they think people are willing to shell out sixty bucks just for, or seventy to or if Xbox games are going up that much? Um, for the campaign alone, because yeah. like Jesus Christ, like wow. No, they're fairly confident. I, I'm pretty sure they're fairly confident in their multiplayer. Um, one of the cool things that I think is very interesting that is going to be great with Halo Infinite is the way they're handling battle passes. Because you know everybody, every new game that's like the new big thing is all these different seasons. Call of Duty does it, Fortnite does it, fucking Gears of War does it with operations. Um. Every Sea of Thieves does it, like 
every game seems to have a new season with new things to add to the table. The difference with Halos is that their battle passes are always going to be available. Like, mm. if you miss out on battle passes 1 and 2 and you start on 3, that's fine. You can go back and get battle pass 1 and 2 and work your way up and get whatever goodies came in that, in that battle pass, which is pretty sweet. Mm, nice. Something that nobody's done yet, you know? It's pretty, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Like, uh, yeah, as I think about, yeah, it usually is like, oh, you're one and done. You got to get a chance. Like again, like game games is a sur- I feel like games as a service is like really gonna like continue on to be like just like the mainstream thing that everyone does. Oh yeah. It kind it kind of already is at this point, honestly. It is like working at a GameStop. I see I see many different people with many different interests. Even the people that only play sports games are out looking for consoles right now. You know. Mm, yeah. It's it's just crazy how much video games have taken over people's lives, and yeah. I, for a good thing, you know, it, it's provided a lot of jobs. It's provided a lot of like great storytelling and writing. Um, yeah. The shit people are even fucking, you know, there there there's so much you can do with it. Is basically what I'm saying. <laughs> Sp- speaking of like good storytelling and stuff and like gaming, like man, I recently started watching Mythic Quest. Woo, what what a show! Yeah, dude, I've been pitching that was- show to you for a while. I was wondering why everyone was talking about it. I'm like, oh, wow, this is, like, a really, like, good comedy, but also has, like, very important messages about, like, the gaming, like, culture as a whole and stuff. Like, that yeah. episode where they have the Girls Who Code visits, and they're like, we're going to introduce some women who work here. Not in this room, though, because there's none around. Uh, let's go to the next room. And he's like, oh, my God. What's her name? Uh, Michelle, the one who's like, works for Poppy, but she's always depressed. Uh, yeah. That speech she gives where she's like... Oh, like, look to the girl to your left, now look to your right. She is your competition. <laughs> she is, like, she will try to overstep you, like, oh my god. But yeah, man, I'm really enjoying it. I'm on the Dark Quiet Death episode right now. Yeah, that's a good episode. For anybody yeah. that doesn't know, Mythic Quest is a show on Apple TV+. Plus. It's a, it, it's a, it's a great show. It's by a lot, it's by Rob McElhenney, or Miguel Henney. I don't know how he pronounces his last name. We're, we're but, trying to get him on the podcast, even though I say his last name. Well, I gotta Come figure. On. I gotta figure that out. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like. Oh, pretty guy is to hear this episode. That. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's 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 written by Rob McElhenney. I'm just gonna say McElhenney. It, it's written by Rob McElhenney, and it's also produced by Charlie Day. Which, as you guys know, those two have written Always Sunny with Glenn Howerton. So like, it's made by their studio essentially. The R. I think it's R. C. G. Yeah, RCG, because it's the first letters of their names. Great show. Fantastic show. It's completely different from Always Sunny. It's like, you know, it's got the comedy there, but it's not afraid to get deep, you know? But yeah, the, it, it's just it's, it's just a great Ash- show. <laughs> Ashley Birch is in it as a yes, she is. tester, and she's really good and really funny. Um, again, there's there's a couple. Always, there's another Always Sunny alum in there, a guy who played... Uh, David Hornsby. It, David Hornsby, yes, a guy who plays cricket. Yeah, it's, it's a really good, really good show. Really good. Excited! I'm excited to d- d- uh, delve deeper into it. Yeah, yeah, I think you're gonna enjoy it. That's insane! Like he's he, what a what a guy! Cause like he actually put on that weight for uh that that season of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, I know, like, and he, he just yeah, did he it for the extra, sake of comedy. <laughs> extra sixty pounds of weight, and like, oh my god, uh, it it it's it's insane. But such a commitment to comedy. <laughs> Oh my god, he lost twenty three pounds in a month. Yeah. <laughs> so I was looking that up. Like I was looking up how did you say his last name? I was looking up his uh fucking wiki. I'm like, oh my god, he lost a lot of weight in such a short <laughs> amount of time. 
Oh my god. But uh yeah, um what well, I'm trying to what what else should we talk about? Well, let's talk about our night tonight. So, oh, oh, I get, yeah. I get done work and Malik comes by cuz the gym he, the gym that he goes to is right near there. So, yep. he got he got his workout on, got his sweat on, got some gains, you know. And uh afterwards, he's like, "Yeah, let's go out and get some dinner." And I was like, "All right." So, we go out, we go to TGI Fridays and they're having karaoke night. Uh Malik gets himself one fucking Cosbo and decides I'm going to get up there and I'm going to sing my fucking heart out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want I wanted to do just a friend by Bismarck E because you don't have to sing that you can just talk it and then you know sing the one bits but they didn't have it so I decided to do uh, Don't Stop Believing by Journey again. The goal is to uh, get you to do um, fucking uh, uh, what's it called um, to uh, to get you to do Don't Stop Believing. You're such a transform. I mean not Don't Stop Believing. Uh, you got the touch. You got the power because you're such a Transformers fan. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't doing that. I needed to, I need to get drinks in me before I can even think about going up and doing karaoke. <laughs> but I was the driver, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but yeah, like it was a good, it was a good time. We'll probably post the audio or like the the video that I took to our podcast page when this episode drops, and then you guys can go ahead and check that out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, like stay the topic like a little bit a little bit of a serious um thing like. I've like I've recently had like a very like rough bout of body dysmorphia, and it's really like weird because like it's it, it's really like on and off yeah. like you know and it's so like it's so like strange like one day like oh like I think I look okay you know I don't mind how I look and then one day it's like wow I look disgusting. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it it's a weird, like, frame of mind. Like, again, like, doing stuff helps with it. Like, you know, like, going to the gym ha- makes me, like, feel, um, it, it makes me feel, like, you know, better and stuff like that. But, again, there are some parts that I see myself in, in, like, a, in, like, a picture video. I'm like, eh, like, I don't like how I look, you know? But then there are times, like, oh, like, I don't, it's, it's, re- it's a real, like, it's a very, like, strange thing to, like, not like how you look one second then like how you look the next second it's it's i don't know it's it's just it's weird no i get that there are times where i look at myself in the mirror and i'm like damn i'm looking fucking good and then there are days <laughs> where i look at myself in the mirror and i'm like what the fuck man i gotta do something about this <laughs> what the fuck yeah and again like it's literally it's literally like it it's literally like the flip of a coin it can literally it like, be like literally like whenever and it's such like a weird thing to like deal with you know it, it, it just it's it just you know it's just it's something you gotta like it's, you just gotta find the accept it and move on you know if it does bother you a lot that much you know find the time to like do something about it you know that like you know it it bothers you like yeah, i gotta find like ways to go to the gym like more and i i remember like my gym is open like 24 hours of that 24 hours on monday through thursday yeah so i'm thinking i'm gonna try to take advantage of that because i think i want to try going like at least like four or five times a week yeah yeah that would be good yeah i feel like that would really help eventually help like keep up with like my diet like again like my dream body i don't want to be skinny but i would like to slim down because like my dream body i always say is like to look like kevin owens from (laughs) from all my pro wrestling fans like kevin owens or like you know like like or i'm trying to think anyone else like uh Maybe some, maybe maybe Samoa Joe, but like a bit smaller, you know. But like you know, like being able, like I want to like be. I'm okay with being big, but like you know, like I want to be able to do a flip too. <laughs> yeah, for As me, for me, it's weird. I'd say from like ages 22 to about 24, I was like my ideal weight. I was losing weight. I was down to like a nice, 
a nice yes. little bit of weight, and I had like a nice slim belly going on. You know, mm-hmm. that's something that I kind of want to achieve again, but like it's a little tough now because it's like back then I used to walk to work all the time, and now it's just like mm-hmm. you know I can walk the same distance, but I have a car now. Why would I do that? You know. <laughs> Yeah, with with me, it's like I was I was my ideal. Like I didn't mind my body too much. Like a little while ago, like I roughly was back around. It was back before. Like it was back around. It was about like I guess last year in January, but like you know, or like February. But you know, like the pandemic hit. I was home a lot. I yeah. just like I didn't do much. I ate a lot. You know, as was the case weight. with a lot of people. You know. Yeah. Again, like, I gained weight, and now I'm just not feeling too great about my body, but, you know, like, I gotta start, like, I gotta, like, I, I wanna make a change with it, you know? Yeah, and that's good that you're keeping up with that. Yeah, again, like, I try to, but, like, you know, there's stuff happening. I think I missed the gym, like, two or three weeks because my phone was broken. Yeah. And it just, like, I can't, like, for me, like, I can't work out without my own music. I need my own music, or it's not going to, like work it's yeah it's, it's a very it's a very strange thing but like i i just i can't work out if i don't have my own like headset with my own music you know it's i feel it's a weird thing to be hung up on to me but like i don't know i just can't work out properly without like if i can't choose control the song yeah my thing that gets me is that like i cut soda out of my diet a good couple weeks ago probably about a month now actually and you know i'm seeing some some bit of progress like my my shirt size is start. I'm not filling them out as much. And like, I, I don't really, eat, I don't really eat that much during the, uh, during the day. It's like, you know, I'll grab, I'll grab something for breakfast and then, you know, I'll have something on my break at work and then I'll come home and eat dinner. And that's about it. You know, uh, I, I also have officially cut soda out of my diet, but Oh, it's so rough because like, <laughs> I, like I am so, used yeah, I to never realized how much more soda you drink than I did. Yeah, it was like yeah, I was like that. I thought I drank rushed. a lot. I drank I drank soda like every day. Like, yeah, so I did I. But it's like it's been boost. easier for me than it has been for you than than you have been for you. You know. Yeah, and I'm just like it's so like frustrating because like I literally will go through like caffeine withdrawal sometimes. Like uh, same thing with our friend Adam. Like he can't he does he drink he he said he he like when he stops drinking soda he gets very bad headaches and migraines. Yeah, it's that that caffeine that withdrawal and again like I. It's been an adjustment, and again, I've nearly slipped up several times. Like, I nearly drank soda the one time, like, because, like, literally, like, I all that's left to drink downstairs right now is a big, just, bottle of orange soda. See, the thing is, is that, like, when you're cutting soda out of your diet, you don't have to do it completely. You can have a day where you drink a soda. I did it twice. I had a day where I recaptured my childhood and drank a Pepsi Blue. Within the past month, and then on top of that, I this past Tuesday, I was I had the genius idea of going to bed at four in the morning, um, <laughs> the day that I had to wake up and be at an inventory at eight a.m. Oh my god! So, <laughs> I decided, you know, let's fucking. I had to be out the door by like seven thirty, so I go to bed at like four thirty. It's roughly three hours of sleep. That's a fucking power nap <laughs> of sleep for the night. I am exhausted. Cause I can't do that shit anymore. I used to run off of three, four hours of sleep a day, but I'm getting older now. So I need at least Same. five or six at this point. 
same. Like I've noticed, like I can't. I used to stay up all the time and be fine. Yeah. I used to, I, I used to not sleep and be fine, but now I'm like, oh god, I I, I need sleep now. Yeah. It's so old. It's it's literally that scene from SpongeBob. Mr. Krabs gets up like you're old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, pretty much. He's like, oh, 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 he just wakes up fucking decrepit and shit. Well, yeah, so, like, that day, I was just super fucking tired. I was, like, I remember it was dead at work, oh and, I, like, my eyes started to close a little bit, and I'm like, damn, I am fucking tired. I went to went to Acme, and I got myself a Coke Energy, because, believe it or not, Coke Energy is only about 140 calories, which isn't horrible compared yeah. to most sodas, but, like, it's still pretty bad. But I, I did it just for the energy. <laughs> Boy, did it work. I tell you what, Coke Energy really fucking woke me up. Like it, they, I used to be kind of addicted to them because like they really woke me up. Yeah, they like, they fuck. legitimately worked. I'm it's like, a shame they're getting rid of them. Yeah. Oh shit, we're gonna we're gonna be in the fucking ten years of the future. Like, did you have you drank Coke Energy? You may be entitled to compensation. To anybody oh. out there that knows this YouTuber, we we had made the joke. There's a YouTuber out there. His name is La Beast. And this guy is notorious for drinking, like, super old sodas and stuff like that. He's he's just notorious for putting his body through things that you probably shouldn't put your body through. Um, so, the other day, we were talking with a friend of ours, and he was like, yeah, they're getting rid of Coke Energy. So, uh, you know, 10 years down the line, you're going to see L.A. Beast drinking a Coke Energy. So, I just immediately start going off like, this is the L.A. Beast here. I'm going to be drinking a can of Coke Energy. <laughs> I thought it was didn't a pretty you, decent impression didn't of him. Did you show me his videos once? He just like the one of the high C ecto cooler. I'm yeah, drinking just, a 20 year old high C ecto cooler. <laughs> yeah, doesn't he like fucking like puke a like fuck ton? <laughs> Look like a waterfall like, coming out yeah, of his that's mouth. Oh my god, it's so good. <laughs> oh god, why does he do these things? So For weird. content, <laughs> yeah, like people love one. it. I like the one dude who would, like, make foods and shit. I forgot his name, but he would, like, literally make foods from TV shows and movies. Like, one like one episode, his most famous one, I think. Binging with Babish. Is that it? Yeah, because he he, I think he made a fucking Krabby Patty. And he's yeah. Like, this is fucking good. Yeah, it's Binging with Babish. He's great. I love watching his videos. Like, what else what else did he make? He's made other stuff. He did, he, oh, he made fucking that sandwich that Peter fucking makes in, um, uh... Um, what, what was Oh, it? the um, car panini? Yes, the car panini. He makes that shit. I'm like, ew. <laughs> yeah. What else? He, uh, he did. What I he liked also... about his, ch- what I like about his channel is that he'll make the stuff from the TV show, but then he had, he makes his own version of it. That looks he, so good. He did something else that was, oh yeah, he did regular show as well. He did, he did yeah. stuff from them too. Again, it's, it's, he did, he did the ultimatum from regular show. I, oh, he also did the death sandwich. That's yes, awesome. he did. And the excellent challenge. This one, that's one of my that's one of my favorite regular show moments. Oh my god, when fucking Skips kills Rigby by accident because <laughs> <laughs> he keeps cheating at arm wrestling and he fucking like slams him through the fucking table. Yeah, <laughs> that's okay. It's just like it's just he rips off. Ha, 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 ha. Oh my god, when Benson gets when Benson gets fucking drunk off the wings, he's like this guy. This guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> remember the episode with the Mississippi Queen? <laughs> no. You don't remember that? They no. had the fucking they were they were Benson like Benson got knocked out, I believe, 
uh, by something that Mordecai and Rigby did. So they had to like keep it up as if he wasn't knocked out or anything oh, like that. So they, they went to the party. party at, at yeah, because the yeah. girl that he liked was there. So they go to the party um, at the apart at his apartment complex, and then the one guy like he starts challenging him to a spicy contest, and he has the he gets he makes the fucking Mississippi Queen, and then yeah. they fucking drink it, and Mississippi Queen starts playing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Benson like wakes up for the last one. He's like, I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Who is your favorite character off a regular show? Uh, probably Skips. Uh, Skip. Skips is a Skip, Skips is a great one. And you got the you got my man the the greatest simp of all time, Mordecai. Yeah, I know. That first arc with Margaret was so frustrating. I and know. I'm gonna say it right now. Don't fucking come at me, CJ, Cloudy J. Far better than Margaret. I don't care what anyone <laughs> says. CJ was the better love interest than Margaret. There's probably a lot of people out there that agree with you on that one. She was just she was she was voiced by Linda Cardellini. She was she was cool. She was she got she had more in common with Mordecai. She had an interesting arc with her father. She was just, she was a really cool character, and it pisses me off that like he like Mordecai just doesn't know how to be a fucking person. So the relationship fell apart. <laughs> God damn it. Oh my god! Now I'm angry. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I I was just reminded of the other day, or actually what? earlier today. Actually, it was right when I got home. Uh, you remember Chewbacca, Mom? No. The lady who was sitting in her oh, car with the Chewbacca oh, mask. Yeah. What the fuck? I that popped up on a TikTok that I saw, and somebody was like, "Oh, remember this lady?" I'm like, "Yes." I don't, please don't remind me because, like, I used to be. I, I maybe it was jealousy. I don't know, but like I, I was just like I used to get so mad at her because I'd be like, and it's nothing against her. She she seemed like a really sweet lady and stuff, but like one thing that got me was just how famous she got after that fucking video. Like I feel like it's just her sitting in a car with a Chewbacca mask on, getting happy about it. Like you know, it's a genuine video and it's nice and all, but like at the time I was like, if I fucking did that, I wouldn't get shit. You know, <laughs> I was like, why did why why don't I get the attention? <laughs> See, if I, I were to, like if I were to fucking was... pull out a transformer and be like, "Oh my god, I found the ultimate transformer," nobody would give a shit. <laughs> See, with me, like, w- the one that got me that always pissed me off was the "Cash Me Outside" girl. Yeah, because I was just like, because I was in college at the time, I was just like, "Here I am, fucking going through college, doing my schoolwork, getting the job, trying to do the thing the right way, have a successful life." She went on Dr. Phil and fucking verbally assaulted Dr. Phil in the audience, and now she's making fucking bank. What the <laughs> fuck, life? <laughs> you, know what I, you know what I just fucking thought about? What? What was the thing that we were talking about the other day if I were on Family Feud? Oh, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, because we said, like, hi, oh, Steve, I, I, I don't know. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they would ask, like, what do you find in a bathroom, Tyler? And you go, oh, 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 It's just like, name something that you find in a bathroom. I ring the buzzer, like, immediately, and it's just like, Tyler, and it's just like, uh, um, uh, a plunger. A toilet. The hole in the toilet. Oh my god, and I also thought of the fucking Family Guy bit where Lois, um, uh, who was the guy who hosted Family Feud before, Steve Harvey? I don't remember his name. Never do I, but I remember, like, Lois, like, grabbed him and tongued him and went, I want to be a pinky ring. <laughs> like, she fucking <laughs> caught him in the show. Oh my god. Speaking of Family Guy, I have it on right now in the background. 
Uh, oh, wow. Wow. Professional here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> wow. This is where I get my comedy from, everybody. I watch Family Guy. <laughs> Unbelievable. That's, so that's why the show fuck. That's why the podcast fucking sucked. Yeah, it's all <laughs> random cutaway gags. <laughs> what, what was the, remember that time we went karaoke on a TGI Friday? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I, was, I was about to say something from Family Guy. Oh, my God. Remember when uh, fucking Stewie says, I wonder what I'll see my first time. And he sees the fucking tennis kid that fucking face plants in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> it just acts like nothing just acts like nothing fucking happened. Oh, my God. It's, it's so, so great. Oh, my God. Okay, I love Family I don't love Family Guy. Family Guy is okay in, like, bursts. I can't. Yeah, think- it definitely so, like- is in bursts. See, like, I like Family Guy in small doses. When I watch a lot of them, I'm like, wow, this isn't good. American Dad, I'll binge and I'll always fucking Oh, my God, hilarious. yeah. I'm literally, I'll the fucking... only reason why Family Guy's on right now is because I didn't feel like looking for uh, American Dad before we started recording. <laughs> yeah, like, I'll fucking binge the shit out of American Dad all the time because there's so many great shit, so much great shit in that. Um, Family Guy, it's just, it's like, older episodes, yeah, I'll binge. They're funny. But, like... Uh, it's just some stuff. It's just like, eh, you know, like it's, it's because like, I don't it, laugh the thing is with American Dad, it's just the humor is so fucking clever. And you know for anybody think- that doesn't know this, when it comes to American Dad, that's a Seth MacFarlane show. Don't get me wrong; like he co-created it, but he co-created it. He, that's not like his full-on thing, you know. He he co-created that with I believe Mike Barker and Scott Weitzman uh, are their names. And the thing is with that show is that. Mike Barker was the one who was calling the shots on that show uh, for the long run. And Seth MacFarlane, if you actually look this up, it's actually legitimately true. Seth MacFarlane wasn't even into the show, like, for a good couple seasons. It wasn't until about 2012 when they hit season 10 that he finally got on board with the show. Like, he, he still did the voices and everything like that, you know, no problem. But, like, he finally saw its worth in about 2012. And now he now he actually enjoys the show. And Mike Barker doesn't even do the show anymore. It's Scott Weitzman. But, like, that keeps it going. Because, like, Mike Barker, I think, got a job with Fox. And they were swapping over to TBS. But, yeah, that's the reason why the show is so different from American or from Family Guy. Another reason I feel like the show is better, like, American Dad's better. Because, like, the cast of American Dad is so much more likable oh, yeah. than the Family Guy cast. Because so much of the Family Guy cast, it's like, I don't like them for different reasons. Be it, like, because, like, like, for instance, like, the Meg stuff. Like, they're all just abusing a teenage girl for, like, yeah, long stretch of the time. Like, I just, like, like, Lois is extremely unlikable in certain aspects. You know, like, the bit where she fucking assaults Peter's like, well, I just got groceries. Yeah, but I like saying you don't get groceries besides you actually getting it. I'm like, God, that's, like, horribly <laughs> fucking toxic. Yeah. God, it's just yeah, like American Dad, they're all just more enjoyable as characters, and so the humor is better, you know, like fucking Francine digging up her butt. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I don't believe you. Wait, I, speaking of uh, speaking of clever jokes, I just recently watched the new iCarly that's on Paramount Plus. Not bad. The first episode was a little goofy. I feel like they kind of like needed to get back into that flow, you know. Like, thing is, is that this new iCarly, everybody, this new iCarly is, it's an adult iCarly. This is for everybody that grew up with iCarly that are adults now so that they can watch it. But essentially, like, 
it has that goofy feel to it in the first episode, like when a show gets rebooted and you're like, this doesn't feel the same because they hadn't hit their stride. By episode two, it completely changes and starts to feel like its own show now. Mm-hmm. Um, that like kind of actually feels like it's a little bit separated from the original. While they still talk about it and stuff like that, it's it just feels different. But did they ex- did they explain what happened to Jeanette McCurdy's character? Yeah, they said that Sam went off with a biker gang. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah. Oh uh, man. But I the new cast that... is the new cast is pretty good. The new best friend in the show, um, I forget her name already, unfortunately, because I've only watched two episodes. But her new best friend is actually really funny. She's very different from Sam. So instead of trying to make it a Sam ripoff, essentially, it's like this new mm. person who's like all into money. And has all these connections to different things and stuff like that. So she's actually pretty good. My my one joke that got me when I was watching it the other day, or yesterday, was um, uh, Spencer, uh, Jerry Trainer's character. He, they were they, they had a hate. Like she had Carly had this hater who was telling her to do better and stuff like that. So she arranged to meet up with this person to see why this person doesn't like her so much. So she brings Spencer and Freddie with her and Spencer and Freddie, like Freddie's got a fake mustache on and Spencer's brought a fucking taser and pepper spray. (laughs) (laughs) And while they were there, they bumped into that. You remember the episode with the creepy fan, Nora? She was there. It's like the older her. And then they like run into her and Spencer goes up and tries to tase her, but it doesn't work and ends up tasing. And then he tries it on himself and tases himself. (laughs) so right after that he gets back up and he's like i got this pepper spray and he shoots the pepper spray in his own eye and he blinds himself so (laughs) while he blinds himself he asked freddie for help because he freddie in the show they said that you know he's been through two divorces and he's had a couple failed startups uh which is why he's still living with his mom yeah wow (laughs) yeah it's pretty it's pretty sad for him um but yeah, so one of the startups, uh, Spencer apparently lended money to him. So he was just like, "I lent you money for that startup," and he's like, "All right, I'll help you." So, in the in the in the bit that they did, Spencer's doing a Zumba workout, and Freddie's helping him out because he can't see. And he's like, he's like, "Oh, let's take a," you know, they're like, "Let's take a break," and he's like, "All right, yeah, we can take a break or whatever." And um, he goes, uh, he goes, "Can you get my dry cleaning for me because I can't see?" You know, and he's just like. Are you sure you're really blind? And then he tries to like fake punch him in the face and he just does not move. And he's just like, man, I really appreciate you helping me out with this. So Freddie just goes, <laughs> all right, I'll go get your dry cleaning. So, <laughs> um, he leaves for like a quick second and you hear the door close and Spencer, like who can now see, gets sits down on the couch, puts on a pair of glasses and he's reading and he's doing a crossword puzzle. And he goes, what's a seven letter word for divine occurrence? Hmm. And then Freddie comes back in and he's just, he sees that he can see and he's just like, and then so Freddie or Spencer realizing that he got caught just goes, Oh, it's a miracle. I can see. Oh my God. That's seven letters. <laughs> just like, it, it got me because it's a seven letter word for divine occurrence. And he realizes it's a miracle. Nice. <laughs> I was yeah, like, that I was clever. One, I saw the one joke on there where Spencer like, Oh, I found this app and Carly goes, Spencer, this is something for sex workers. Like what? Like, Oh, we're just going that route. Okay. <laughs> yeah, there's straight up an, er- an episode where uh, the second episode where Carly says, uh, I forget. She says bitch. I forget exactly what she said, but she straight up oh says bitch. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Look at uh, look at this growing up, man. I know. What other show could like benefit from like an adult reboot? Like You, you know, know what's like, actually really interesting is the Rugrats reboot that they did. Mm, how's 
How so? I checked that out. It's pretty interesting. Some of the things that they took liberties on with that, like all the all the characters seem to be a lot of a lot of the characters are the same. Don't get me wrong; they're the same in personality and the way they talk and stuff like that. A lot of the voice actors for the adults aren't there anymore, so it's all new voice actors. But um, hang on one second. So, Dee Dee and Stu are living with Stu's grandfather in this version of the Rugrats. Like they're a brand new couple. They just had Tommy recently, um, you know, or for about a year now, because I think he's a year old, but they're living with Stu's, Stu's dad, because Stu's dad is the one that has the money, you know? So they're living with him. Um, they finally went in with the Betty situation with Phil and Lil and Betty is totally gay. Um, which is pretty cool. But, Which is um, how she like uh, like no like she was very ob- obviously queer coded and fucking the OG too. Oh yeah, like, she was definitely one hundred percent without a doubt. But yeah, she is one hundred percent not married to the dude from the original show, and she oh the cuck yeah like <laughs> <laughs> he like that is the, he was a major cuck yeah he she's one hundred percent not not married to him anymore, and she even has a line where. Uh, she was talking about going out on a date with a girl back in the day or something like that. So I'm like, oh, cool. So she is openly gay. That's awesome. Everybody hates Angelica's mom, which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> the grandpa is a fucking hippie. Oh, my God. Like He's that's... just straight up an old hippie. That's very different. That's yeah. the exact opposite of what he was in the show. Cause he was like a war veteran. And yeah, shit. exactly. Wow. That's very fascinating. Um. Chucky's dad is still like you know the same. He's the scared dad, stuff like that, to the point where you're like, who the fuck slept with this guy? You know, <laughs> is his wife still dead? No, yeah, 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 one hundred percent. But he hasn't met the the new wife, or yeah, I don't yeah. think he's going to in this show because this show is like completely one hundred percent a reboot. They want people to be like, this is the new Rugrats essentially. Gotcha. But yeah, it was pretty cool. They're young too. Like Stu and Dee Dee, I think, are only in their early thirties. In this show, it's pretty interesting to see. Yeah, I watched an episode of it. I I I enjoyed it. I might watch a little bit more of it. Yeah, it, it definitely looks uh, interesting. Like, uh, uh, again, like yeah, you, you're almost selling me on Paramount Paramount Plus here. Like, fuck, <laughs> like I might have to pick it up. It's it's interesting. It's Rugrats. It's Rugrats for a new age, and I think honestly, with the improvements that they made, it's still going to be a good show. You know. Nice. That's always good to hear. So much everyone like that's good. That's good to hear that. Like that's refreshing to hear you have that like take on it. So, so too often people go like, "Oh man, look how they massacred this thing from my child. Look, look, yeah. look what they've look what they've changed." Everyone's like, "Oh, it's not the same." Well, duh. Like that was like however many years ago. Like shit changes. Here's a question: Are they still Jewish? No, I think so. Okay, yeah, because I, I always thought that was very interesting and very cool, like, like uh, some, like, cool form of representation. You, know, you never really saw much, like, mainstream characters be, like, Jewish. And yeah, they haven't much, fully like, established you know. it yet because Dee Dee's parents haven't come into the picture yet. I've Like I said, I've only watched one episode, so it could be down the line that they come in. I don't know. But I really, I really hope they bring in um, Doctor Lipschitz. Yeah. <laughs> the one of my one of my favorite there. things about this new Rugrats is that uh, Angelica's mom is still working with that Jonathan guy, which you know one hundred percent for a fact she's cheating on Drew with Jonathan. Oh my god! Like that 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 that's one hundred percent happening. But yeah, she's like a uh, she's like big into politics too in this show. Oh. I I think um I think she's like. What what's the word I'm looking for? Um, 
she I don't know if she I don't want to say councilwoman. What's the um it's not a mayor and it's not like a senator. It's a um shit. The one dude from F is for Family tried to go into that position, oh, um, the political uh, position. Chamberman or something like that? Yeah, like the so, Chamberman something or something like that. Like yeah, that. I know, yeah, I know what you mean. She's she's know. that, whatever it's called. I forget what it is. I'm blanking on the name right now. But yeah, she's yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. But it was so funny That's- because in the episode that I watched, they wanted to go to this concert uh, from a 90s band that they really like. and uh, That's meta as fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. They left uh, they left the kids with Grandpa, but Dee Dee was a little bit nervous about it because this is like the first time they're leaving the Grandpa with the kids and stuff like that. So like she was paranoid the whole time, but like she ended up enjoying herself and stuff like that. But like Drew and uh, Angelica's mom were boasting about how they got front row tickets to this concert and then here by the end of the concert like drew and uh, like uh angelica's mom had to go take take a call so drew just like fucking got out of his seat and went back to enjoy his time with the rest of the crew (laughs) (laughs) there was um there's been a lot of like pretty good like cartoon reboots have you ever watched the ducktales reboot i've heard good things but i've never seen it it's so good they actually bring in lots of really cool lots of great references and easter eggs to the og series they've they even reference um reference uh tailspin several times everyone that's why everyone's clamoring everyone's clamoring really hoping for a tailspin um reboot spinoff as well but um uh there is a uh um they they also they explain Huey and Dewey and Louie's mom. We find out what like what happened to her, and it's a very fucking tragic origin <laughs> story for her. Like Jesus Christ, you want to know what happens? I don't know if you're gonna watch it. No, go ahead. So like in this in 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 the Ducktales, um, in this new continuity, Scrooge McDuck, um, I forgot her name, but the the boy's mom and Donald were like an adventuring family. They adventured all over the place, and they went on awesome adventures and did a lot of cool stuff and they had a lot of fun times. Uh, kind of, and and, and and like what happens is they decide that they want to go into space. So the boy's mom decides. To, I think her name was Darla. Something with a D. I think I'm not too sure, but she is decides it to. It's not Daisy. No, okay. Daisy actually showed up in the show as as Donald's love interest. But ah. uh, she she decides she volunteers to fly the ship and go out into space. But something happens and she goes off course and she gets lost in space and like and she loses contact with them yeah and screw and that like and donald been telling them so many times like we shouldn't be doing this like i don't look i don't trust this is going to be safe for for us and they still went through with it so the fact that she got lost in space caused a huge rift between donald and scrooge and like they like to the point where like screw donald couldn't forgive scrooge after losing it like their family like that and he took the boys and raised them and scrooge spent almost all of his money like almost the poor house trying to find her like trying to like look for the space like for her and trying to find the signal of that ship and it's like this and he like and he negated all of his like relationships all of his business like he almost bankrupt like his business trying to find her and it just like and but it didn't he, he never did and he just like stayed in his mansion depressed and stopped adventuring i was like Damn. Jesus Christ! That is dark. Life is like a hurricane here in yeah. Duckburg. <laughs> Start crying. But yeah, but like luckily again, like luckily that she does show up later in the show. They do find out. Oh, she she's been on the moon this whole time, <laughs> and she comes back and she's a regular character. They bring uh, back all the classic. I'm getting bring... I'm getting NES Ducktales moon theme fucking vibes they... from this. Oh uh, yeah, 
Yeah, it's off. They actually bring in the moon characters. Um, Donald Duck gets his voice fixed, and he's voiced by Don Cheadle. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, they bring in a lot of the classic villains, too. The Ma Beagle and the Beagle Boys. Magicka Dispel. You know, they all show up. Uh, one of my favorite jokes is uh, is um, Scrooge McDuck's rival, Glomgold, who is, like, <laughs> an overtly Scottish duck, duck. And he has, like, my favorite line from him is, Hey, I'm Scottish. I wear a kilt. I care. <laughs> Does Scrooge McDuck care? It's so good, man. I I can't recommend DuckTales. I think it's all on Disney Plus, such a yeah, good have to show, check man. that out. One thing that I uh, one thing that I like about the new iCarly is that Spencer's rich because he uh, they explain what made him rich. Uh, it was one of his sculptures, obviously, because that's all he does is sculpt things. So mm. in the show or originally, so what they say is like you know they're at a party that that he's having at his apartment, and uh, Freddie was like was like man dude your sculptures are really good he's like your piece of the marshmallow white house where half of it is melted it's such a it's such like it's such a symbolic piece that represents the the uh, he said it represents like society today or something like that and spencer just goes yeah uh, that sculpture i put it i put my phone next to it and my phone exploded <laughs> and melted the marshmallows like of course he fucking got rich by accident <laughs> That's that's fucking great. Yeah, I'm I'm, 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 I'm I might have to swipe someone's Paramount Plus. I'll give you mine. Fuck, fuck it, I might have to check out this new iCarly. Fuck. I'll give you mine. It's the least I can do for letting me for letting me use your uh, HBO yeah, Max. So uh, now now we'll never get fucking sponsored by HBO Max and <laughs> Paramount Plus. I know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So anything else to talk about? Is have, have we reached the natural conclusion of the show? No, nah, I think I'm good. All right, yeah, I'm I'm also good. This is this was a meaty episode. We talked about a lot. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. We didn't really lean too much into the comedy aspect this week, but you know, it's not always going to be our thing. We're a variety yeah, we're not, show. We're, everybody. we're not. We're not your dancing monkeys. All right. If you we, come here we... looking for the ha ha funny laughter time, you know, you can check that at the door because this is a variety <laughs> hour. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> you can check that. <laughs> I love that you can check that at the door because this is variety hour, son. <laughs> oh my god, that's fucking incredible. Uh, oh shit! Almost dropped my fucking laptop. That would have been uh, horrible. Yeah, it would have been really bad. Like, uh, oh well, we lost Malik. Um, <laughs> oh god, we haven't. Oh, that's right. Oh, did you watch the episode of Rick and Morty? No, I didn't. Oh, you're not smart. <laughs> no, <laughs> you don't get society. I need to watch it. I think it's still on Adult s- Swim's YouTube. Yeah, I saw a Facebook group the other day, um, and uh, fucking, it was just like, hey. This is a Facebook group for all the Ricks of the world. If you feel like you're a proper Rick, join this Facebook group. Oh, my group. fucking like, wow. God. I'm just like, wow. <laughs> wow. You know what you should do? You should join them and post that meme you've been obsessed with lately. <laughs> yeah, everybody, I've been obsessed. Before we end the podcast, I will tell you, I've been obsessed with a meme lately, and it's all thanks to Super Mega. But if you guys watch Super Mega, one of Super Mega's newest videos, they got a ma- they got a NASCAR like they legitimately got sponsored on an actual NASCAR and they got put out like it got put out into an actual NASCAR race and they flew out there and Ryan looked so professional in his fucking clothes that he had to wear <laughs> and all throughout the episode he, or all throughout the video he keeps to, keeps going like he showed up once in the car and he just goes hey brother want some big red <laughs> <laughs> 
And then they made a meme out of it in the video. I took a screenshot of it, and now I've just been sending it to everybody. <laughs> oh, yeah, he he has. You yeah, could actually see the picture on our uh, on our Facebook page because Malik posted a conversation that we had earlier today where he shared it to him. Oh, oh no, I didn't put it on Facebook. I just put I put that on my actual. Facebook. Oh yeah, he put it as an actual Facebook. We'll put it on the podcast page. Be my fucking friend if you want to see it. Nah, I don't. I don't want to put it on Facebook. <laughs> I don't know you people well enough. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it on the uh, we'll put it on the Facebook page. I uh, yeah. Uh, again, again, this. Thank you for joining us for a lucky episode thirteen. 1313. I was going to say, you're just going to fucking call it 13. 13. <laughs> How do you say 13 in Spanish? Is it is it 13 or is it Desi tres? It's, uh. Shit, I took two years of Spanish in high school years ago. Same. I should know this. <laughs> Isn't it 21, 22, 23? That's 20. Oh. That's, you're in the 20s. Oh. It's, it's, it's like dieses ocho. That's and, and then viente. Look, it's not like, my fault that my second year of Spanish I was high like every day. All oh right, my God. like come on. I even, see, my second year of Spanish, I just like I had just fingered a girl. So, which by the way, let me let me tell you real quick. Fucking, when your first time watching Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is completely stoned, and the only way you're watching it is in Spanish, that that's weird. <laughs> you guys watch Cloudy of the Chance of Meatballs? Yeah, that in year Spanish? in Spanish class, we did, like my teacher at the time fucking put on Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs in Spanish. And so I'm high as shit watching this. I have no idea what's going <laughs> on. And it was just so funny. One of the lines that I remember is uh, where the the news reporter is saying, oh, we need a doctor. And then uh, the cameraman's just like, I'm a doctor. Like, But he says it so blandly. And in Spanish, it's just like, Yo soy el doctor. Yo soy doctor. Yo soy el doctor. Yeah, God. Okay, what, I'm trying to think. What, I remember. I, I I can't speak Spanish well, but I will catch a word here and there. Like, oh, like I know that word. Like, it, it is crazy. Like, oh, well, I can know. Like, I hear like some people say Spanish. Like, oh yeah, I know. I know kind of what they're talking about. You know. Yeah. Some Spanish. Some Spanish stuck. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't know cool too much. Be, how cool would be just like learn a language? Like, oh, I can now speak German. That'd be nice. <laughs> You just learn to speak Japanese one day or something. Why Japanese, you fucking Japanese mean? is a cool la- language, man. See, that's so weird. I went right to German. You went right to Japanese. Yeah. One, like, one <laughs> one is a weeb. One can be seen as very problematic. <laughs> <laughs> I have been playing a lot of Wolfenstein, too, lately. Oh, no. <laughs> the, the scene where Hitler shoots the guy in the head. For being Everybody stormed the leak's house. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> we gotta storm your house. We gotta put For... you to rest, brother. Wh- why? I don't the know. Fuck? <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Those the tiredness is kicking in. All right, ladies and gentlemen, those are putting beyond. Thank you for joining us for episode 13 of Hots a Podcast. Uh, the, uh, the, again, hopefully it isn't the unlucky podcast. Ha, 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 ha. But you know, it, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we, we've had fun giving you entertainment and stuff like that. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. Ugh. <sighs> Wow. Okay. See you guys. I can't believe Bye. you said that fucking unlucky bit. I'm. I, I need to go. Bye, guys. <laughs> Later. <laughs>